My soul doth magnify the Lord. My spirit hast rejoiced in God my Savior. He that is mighty hath done to me great things. Holy is his name. Luke 1, 46, 47, 49. Dear friends, one of my most fond childhood memories is playing catch with my papa. He worked hard and was away often, traveling, selling condiments and pickles door to door. But when he was home, he always made time to play catch with me. We had some of our best talking time while pitching the ball. He was sincerely interested in the details of my days. How did you do on your mouth test today, Gracie, he'd ask. Is Mildred over that flu bug? I'd drone on and on about the teachers I liked and those I didn't. He knew exactly what Mama had prepared for my midday meal and made sure I'd eaten everything in my lunch pail, including her Brussels sprouts mush. I loved my Mama dearly, but she sure could ruin a good batch of Brussels sprouts. Daddy's caring made me feel real special. He also used those ball-throwing conversations to mention things of concern. Gracie, your mama tells me you had another row with Billy Joe Pickering. Why on earth do you allow that wayward young man to get your dander up? You can't be hitting boys, Gracie. I don't care what he said about Mildred. My daddy never yelled at me. He didn't have to. His disappointment was all the punishment I ever needed to feel deeply remorseful. Even as a young child, during my morning prayers with my heavenly father, I considered that our conversations were much like playing catch with daddy. I'd normally throw the first ball, telling him how much I appreciated and adored him. One of my longtime favorite verses turned prayer is Miss Mary's, when she just learned she was divinely implanted with God's Son. My soul doth magnify the Lord. My spirit hath rejoiced. In God my Savior, he that is mighty hath done to me great things. Holy is his name. Just like I gush with affection for Daddy, I was similarly effusive toward my Savior. He would always lob the ball right back to me, assuring me of his steadfast love and faithfulness. Reliable love is a splendid gift, isn't it? Everyone wants to know they have a safe haven, dependable protection, a trustworthy place to turn in time of confusion and consternation. 
My family surely provided that place of stability and security, but I still needed to know God was on my side. Daily, he assured me he would never leave nor forsake me, and I counted on it. He also pledged his patience with me, which as a strong-minded child, I embraced wholeheartedly. Because I was confident he forgave my frailties and flaws, I'd throw him my confessions of daily misdeeds. Lord, I bow my head before you in shame. I said, damn you, to Billy Joe Pickering. But Father, he gets my goat because he's always pestering me. You need to teach me how to love him, but honestly, I think you'd like to knock him on his tush. And Lord, as long as I'm here truth-telling, I might as well admit the bad thoughts I had about the baddie, I mean lovely woman in the library. I know my thoughts were unkind, but she really does get on my last nerve. If you made everything and everyone, you must have been in an awful bad mood the day you made her and Billy Joe Pickering. The Lord never, ever judged me. Oh, he could reprimand me pretty good, but he neither screamed or demeaned. There was no need. Just like Daddy, I was so distraught over disappointing him, no scolding was necessary. I loved my Lord deeply, and still do, and yearned to well represent him. My speaking unkindly to one of his children hurt me because it hurt him. With his next toss, he reminded me of Ephesians 4.32. Be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Wrapped in the assurance of his affection, he called me to kindness toward the unlovely, and much to my dismay, that included Billy Joe Pickering. It wasn't so much a reprimand as a reminder because he knew about my ongoing battle with that boy. He took me to Matthew 5 that says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Boy, did I hate reading that, but he wouldn't let up. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? Now, I wasn't exactly sure what a tax collector was or what he had done to get himself in such trouble, but I was sure he couldn't be as much of a louse as Billy Joe. But my Bible cross-referenced Romans 12, 20. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. I knew I was busted. I was sure glad we were pitching back and forth because I couldn't hang on to that call to be cordial to Billy Joe Pickering. I threw it right back to my Savior in earnest prayer. 
Lord, I want to be kind like you've commanded, but Billy Joe Pickering is a pest. I've tried to be nice to him, and I even prayed last week that he would do well on the history exam. You must have missed that one because he got the worst grade in the class. But he is intent on tormenting me. Lord, I know apart from you, I can do nothing, no thing, especially holding my tongue and my fists toward Billy Joe Pickering. So I'm firing this ball right back to you, asking that you supply me with kindliness toward you-know-who. Just like Daddy, God immediately assured me of his strength, presence, and protection. He reminded me I was a new creation in Christ and that through the power of his Holy Spirit, I could extend grace even to Billy Joe. He promised if I would let him, he could soften my heart. Now, I knew God had parted the sea and Jesus had healed a lot of folks, but making my heart tender toward Billy Joe was sure a stretch of the imagination. He assured me all things, even being gracious to my enemy, are possible through Christ. In sincere appreciation, I threw my father a big ball of gratitude. I honestly didn't relish the constant conflict with Billy Joe. It didn't glorify my father, and it made me cranky. I knew that if I changed my ways, somehow, someday, Billy Joe might ask me why I quit punching him and started saying nice things to him. I'd just tell him up straight, Jesus made me. I could even invite him to the Labor Day picnic at church. That seemed like the simplest way to feed my enemy. As impossible as it was for me to imagine, I knew it was the proper way to reflect Jesus. Those days sure seem long ago, but playing catch every day with my father is a cherished habit. Though Billy Joe Pickering has passed on, I'm pleased to report he came to know Jesus in his last days. I still must depend on my father to find kindness for some folks. Many of my days begin with Miss Mary's prayer of affection, and I walk with assurance he is always available to play catch with me. Live well, Grace.